Like if that's what fulfills you and your passion, makes you not have that ugh, feeling up here and like, I don't want to do that, then no one has to stop you. You can do whatever you want. So who is Amy? Tell mm. us. Amy. Amy is learning and growing every day. Um, It's constant changes. Um, Amy is brilliant. I've heard that for a lot of my life. Um, And I feel like that's something that I want that that's a word I want to take over. It's like, you know, Amy is brilliant in the aspect of just adapting, learning and this new chapter of my life that I've been taking on. um, Amy is now becoming a part of cyclical living and that's something that I'm happy and really proud to say that um I'm a part of that and I'm joining but Amy's just here to live and create and learn from people um and then spread it to everyone else what I have wow yeah and I'm so glad that you accepted and our path has crossed Maybe three months ago? Yeah, it's like three. The first time Mm -hmm. we met, and now here we are. Uh, I remember the first time when I saw you and like, oh my God, yes, she's brilliant (laughs) and I need her. (laughs) That's the word. That's the word. And I I can't say thank you for seeing my brilliance because I feel like that's where I'm at now in my life is, you know, trying to leave a part of my life that I loved so much but it's just not doing it for me anymore. And I'm at a linear, stagnant point in my life where I, I was about two months ago. Um, so like a month before we met, I was still like headstrong and yeah, where I'm working. And then I was like, okay, it doesn't feel right anymore. And I am just thankful that we our, cra- our paths were able to not just cross but meet and then conjoin and go to a completely new direction together. Beautiful. So just to center a little bit, could you give us a little bit of your old linear lifestyle that you were in? Old lifestyle. It would just be a root like a somewhat unknown routine, but known routine of just doing just like, you know, just I don't even, how do I explain? How were were you waking up? Like just, uh, I wouldn't, I'd hit, I'd hit snooze a lot and I would, you know, like it, let's just say it'd be the start of the day. I'm just gonna have to take it. Like thinking about it the last time, like I had like a non cyclical living lifestyle was that, you know, I'd wake up and I would hit snooze. I'd need another 10 minutes. Um, I would not be on time sometimes for work. I'd would be like five to ten minutes late and because I worked there for a while and I have I felt like a seniority I would just be like it's okay like nothing mattered like I didn't feel like it was like I was like very much like oh I have to go to work I have to do this I have to yeah everything was a drag and I was like I was just very I wasn't happy to clean my room and like looking at my room was like oh my god I don't even want to touch it like I don't want to think about it just get up go do what I got to do. Like, just get out of here Almost as soon like as a, possible. A yes. Feeling. Yes. You I would run away from home. And like, that's home is supposed to be a place where like, I could be safe. And like, one thing I remember now that I'm thinking about it, I would sit in my car for hours because my car at a, still is a point in time where like, you know, it's mine. That is my space where I can roll down the windows and I can let things in and out. And then if I needed my thoughts to be in my car so I can ponder and think about it, I would. 
Yes, a literal moving container and, like, keeping all of the baggage with me. And then that was really it. It's just very just a bland just wake up, go to work, come back, and not, like, you know, be in touch with myself. Mm -hmm. That was really much what it was is just every day, oh, okay, go, just do it. Mm -hmm. And it's changed a lot since then. I was extremely, it was, I felt lost a lot of the time because it was just like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I don't know. Like, I I knew when my period was coming, if I had my tracker, if I logged it properly, um, because not all of it is, the predictions are not always bright. So when it would be that first day, kind of, it would just, I would get the back pain. Like, I would just get this wave of, like, sensation, like, I don't feel good. I'm like, ooh, like, and then my back would just start to ache. And then I was, like, it moved from my mid-back to lower back. And then my, like, I wouldn't get period cramps, like, in my uterus. It would just be all my back. Mm-hmm. And that's how I was, like, okay, it's, it's coming. coming. And then it it's sometimes at my job we had pads or tampons. And then all of a sudden they weren't there anymore. And it was not being supplied. And I feel like it is not an obligation. But if, sad to say, but if you work in a place of all women, I would love to know that you could do that for your um for your women um so i don't know what happened there but i had to start bringing my own but the one day i didn't i i had an accident and it was not fun um and i feel like that still is like also off topic but like you know even that like you know you feel embarrassed to like even have it in like but i would feel very low on my first couple days of mention and if anything i think we were talking about this once it was just very like self-critical the first four days of my period because I think it lasts five but the last day is very it's like there but not um not much but the first three days were the worst because they were the heaviest flows um and that's when I felt the most gross because it's like my period was like coming out of me and I was like oh, I have to sit in it or like you know and then At work and mm-hmm, like- I have a headache I don't feel good and I'm very much a person where like I don't like taking medication if I don't have to like if it is not unbearable pain then I don't I don't want to have to take it but I Just felt like, like- mm-hmm, and I felt like at work I'd be like I'd go to my managers and my boss and be like, hey, like, I'm just, I really need a second. I'm not happy. And they would let me be like, yeah, okay, you want to sit here. But the offer was, do you want Advil? Do you want Motrin, Tylenol, whatever, like, to take it away? It's like. The mainstream medication. Right. And, like, that's the thing is, like, I was like, I don't know if I really, I was like, it kind of, like, sucked to hear it because I was like, I don't want to push it away. I don't want to just, like, forget about it. I would just like to, like, I wanted to learn how to accept it better and they deal with it better. Mm-hmm. And I learned that it's really just about being prepared for my menstrual cycle and figuring out what are my commonalities? What are things that happen within that 28 days? It, do I get a headache every first two days? Do I not get a headache? Do I get really specific areas of pain? And are there things that I can do to change that? Mm-hmm. That's when I was able to start asking myself those questions. But yeah. that was before the that cyclical living. Yeah. Um, and what about, I feel like, yeah, the bleeding time can be very challenging. Mm-hmm. Either a lot of women deals, a lot of w- women deal with heavy flow or cramps, mm-hmm. right? And you were saying yours was more like feeling. 
achy? Yes. Mm -hmm. It was, yes. Actually, I had a lot of headaches. It was my symptoms that I remember regularly are bloating, cravings, um, headaches, and yeah, just like overall like back pain and achiness. What do you you say like during the premenstrual cycle, like how was, did you notice any mood swings, for Mm -hmm. example? Mm -hmm. I feel like my... Not mood swings, but my emotions were very intense that the premenstrual cycle. Like it was very just like the feelings and thoughts that I had were very much like just like they were there. Like anything that was in the forefront of my mind, it was like you like like think about it. Talk to me or like take this idea and like do something with it. Like it's or if I had a like a it would be a happy or a sad feeling like it would just be accentuated so much. So I like mm-hmm, it was very just big like it like whatever it was the feeling emotion um it was just there um and that's i f- feel like when i was the not no i was gonna say most self-critical is during my bleeding period but pre-hand was just it felt like the um the world was crashing down around me like it's kind of just like that's when i also noticed i made a lot of choices that i ended up regretting during that week during that, uh-huh. because it was just I felt something so much and then I was I just made a choice based off of my emotion that I had in that moment in time before I just let myself kind of feel it mm-hmm. and then maybe think about it or let it go it was because I've realized it's I need to do either one of those two things either I think about whatever that emotion is or if it's not good for me to do that then I let it go it needs to be released and just mm-hmm. let myself phase through it and then that's it yeah. um so a lot of my premenstrual phase of that time it was just not it was seen and felt ugly like that's really just the word for it it was just not a good feeling to have all these all these emotions on 10 and then I make choices while I'm at this 10 level and then once it gets back all the way down to zero I'm like I look back and reflect and I'm like, oh, wow, like I really didn't mean to say all of that. I didn't mean to do all of that. And that's how I felt like I was in a – I was another person. Like I'm not that, – that's why a lot, of, a lot of women say, oh, I'm crazy or – I'm not myself. Oh, crazy. I'm not myself or she's a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, yeah, she's on those days or – It's that time of the month. Yeah those that time of the month and it is almost like you have two weeks or a week of feeling good and then everything else is like it's almost like you're seeing the train coming very fast and there's no way to stop it mm-hmm. and like i even like once it became clear to me that like I didn't understand at all what the two words of cyclical living meant. And when I at least learning cyclical and the fact that it is like you made it so clear when it's just like we have we bleed every month and we have 12 months throughout the year. And if we're like forget time, but that's just like it is a constant cycle of going through two to one week constantly that we're a crazy or that you know you're not yourself you don't even know yourself when you're on your period you have no grasp on your feelings and emotions you can't handle certain opportunities that are given to you or you miss them because you're not even paying attention because you're so 
pre-focused on what you're feeling in that huge emotion and feeling that entrapment or you don't know what to do. And it blew me away when I was like, oh my gosh, if I just got and understood myself in my body and what I felt during these times and had tools to manipulate and create my own way of living every literal 28 days, then that is a guide map to the rest of my life that I can control whatever I want. Instead of being a bitch, I'm going to be a good bitch. I'm going to be that (laughs) bitch. I'm going to be that woman that I want to be because I have control over myself. Not not even control, but just I know myself. I know... You're going to blame other people and other things. Like I'm going to take accountability for what is going on in my body and my life and say, oh, I know what's happening. And here's what I'm going to do to help myself or to fix it or to make me feel better or to help me push through it. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. And that's the knowledge of cyclical living. That's the foundational work is learning your authentic self, who Mm -hmm. you are. In mm-hmm. essence, and not what the environment put you in, and you are just working with what the environment's throwing you at. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite. Mm-hmm. Who I am, and then I am making the environment. Mm-hmm. And just, and that's you like, and I'm glad that you know about psychology as well, and that kind of essence, like in the fact that your environment is you are a, by, a byproduct of such. And I feel like. People who learn psychology or they have the idea of it, they know it, they tend to just immediately go like, oh, no wonder why my life is so whatever because they start pointing the finger at my parents. Well, it's where I lived. It's who I was friends with. It's like – but you had – not that obviously when you're young you can make those choices choices and you really understand. But as you get older, you still – with your morals and things that you learn, you can still decipher good and wrong. You can still make choices into, okay, like maybe this is something I do and don't do. And people don't, I feel like they get so caught up in the point of the finger and the like, oh, that's why I'm like this. And it's the outside sources that are making me feel like this and playing the victim almost in, in your menstrual cycle or just in your life period. And you're like, oh, it's the outside world when sometimes taking a little bit of acceptance and being like, well... You know, I did have like you're as simple as like a cup of coffee and I know that that really like hypes me up or like, you know, it really like makes me feel this kind of way or I'm going to crash in the next two hours. Exactly. And then it's just like when you hit that crash, well, did you eat? You know, did you have water? And then it's like you let's say you're like meeting up with a friend and you had your cup of coffee, but you didn't actually eat anything by the time it's two hours and you go meet them. You're a grouch. It's like, oh, she's on her period and she's a bitch today. I think it's just like, well, if I ate oatmeal and I had a good meal, I had apple, like, you know, and, and I had some tea instead of coffee that was less caffeinated, you know, then, and it's because it's my fourth day and I know I'm going to get a headache or like, I know that like, you know, my stomach is really going to bother me today, or I might have some cravings. I might notice acne today, you know, like things like that. Then it's you a forecast. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, there's a 50% chance of rain. I'll bring my umbrella. But if I don't bring, I know I'm going to pay the consequence. I'm going to get wet. <laughs> right. And, like, that's the thing is, like, and if I feel like that's changing your mindset. Okay, if I get – I'm going to open up my arms to the rain and let myself soak in it. Like, you know, like, why not? Like, it shouldn't shouldn't have to be like, oh, I forgot my umbrella and, like, everything's oh, ruined now. Minute. Yeah, and then you start downing yourself. Like, I'm an idiot. I shouldn't have done it. And then I feel like even – For me personally, sometimes when things like that happen, as simple as like, let's say I like 
I'm talking to my mom and I'm like, oh, mom, I, I need you to grab something. And she's just like, why are you talking to me like that? And then I start spiraling and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, my gosh, today's such a bad day. I'm making my mom upset. I didn't get to do my homework, whatever it is. Like, you know, then it's one thing is like a trigger and it sets all of the dominoes in place to just you lay down and you become subjective to this environment that you're in. And it's just like, why let yourself be a part of the environment when you could create it? Yes. And that's the whole aspect of and something I really like about the cyclical living and what you talk about is just like, you know, creating your own GPS roadmap and create your own life for you. Yeah, for yourself. So that way you can move through your life and position yourself for where you want to see yourself. And the, and the environment, yes, can play, can determine somewhat in your life. Mm -hmm. But if you're curious, if you have curiosity, like, what, wait, is there any other path? Mm -hmm. Like, what is in this other lane that I'm not seeing? Mm -hmm. What questions you can ask yourself to create a different environment? Mm -hmm. The mindset asking you like it is changing the instead of like like you see that other path and instead of being like, oh, I don't want to do that or like, oh, I'm too scared to touch that or, oh, well, I don't I don't I don't know anything about it. So I'm not I'm not going to do that or like embarrassed or my friends aren't doing that or like, oh, well, that's not trending right now. Like that's not something or that's not cool or just well, is it too woo woo? Exactly. Like it's just there's so many stereotype about it. If but if you're going through something where like if you're going through that time in your life where you're like I want to be more in touch with myself. Like I want to not have to live, you know, for me personally it was like a ugh every day like a drag. Yeah. If you're if someone else is like, you know, it's too much for them to handle or, you know, like, I can't even get a grip on myself. I feel like I'm, I lost it. I lost touch, you know, but you're, you know, you're searching in all the wrong yeah. places. Then, then here. You're not being late for yourself. Mm -hmm. You're not being late for work or mm -hmm. snoozing. Even snoozing yourself, you're being late for yourself. And my question most of the times is like, why are you putting up? living most of your month, like the days out of the month, in a miserable way. Mm -hmm. And, and I just accepting, oh, it is what it is, or I, my doctor told me to be on birth control for acne, for heavy flow, for PCOS, for endometriosis. That's the only, that, the, the one choice path, it's very cruel. It's mm. not fair. And accepting that as a one single solution it's Bur being birth control no and it's not it does it does it truly even help it just takes it away mm -hmm. it takes away the problem and if what happens if we don't have any more what happens that day comes uh, oh guys no more birth control then what are we going to do then then what's going to be the next one simple solution yeah, the pill. just take a pill and 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 again you are putting the solution on somebody else's hand Mm-hmm. You're not taking a, your own ownership of... The will of your GPS, it's on somebody else's guidance. You're you're giving it over to... Yeah, you're giving your map to someone else, having them draw it for you. When you could be drawing your own map to healing yourself. And, you know, just if you have those specific ailments or illnesses, like, why not 
Talk to somebody who will give you more options. Show you, hey, there are so many other things we could do to help you go through it or to make it better, heal you from the inside out, or to just help you push through, like, your just your day-to-day life, you know, like, and make it not miserable every month. Like, why live every single month miserably? And, or even just, like, know your weeks. Like, know it's going to be your premenstrual phase, and it's that time of the week. Know that it's the actual, like, period bleed time, and then your ovulation cycle. That's a domino effect. Mm-hmm. It's a, that's why it's cyclical because mm-hmm. one thing leads to another mm-hmm. and I feel like pleasure it's a word that's so out of touch like I can't feel pleasure we're in a culture that you have to punish yourself you have mm-hmm. to be in pain to and it's almost like you know like that's what is if you like how can I say do you, do you know what I'm saying it's like <sighs> It's, I I know exactly what you're saying. Like a splurge. Mm-hmm. And what, I feel like it's very conditioned. Where like, um, I feel like it's in society right now. It's either one of two things. You either are very much like you get a an award for breathing, or you get punished for like oh like I think like you should have known to do something, or it's like uh or you didn't get to because I'm trying to think an aspect of like because I know I, I know what you mean. I just can't find the the words for it. But yes, punishing yourself is something really big. Like it's like you you tell yourself like, oh, well, you shouldn't have – you should have known like, you know, yeah. and like do better and like, you know, like just get up and go. Like get up and do it. Like, you know, like that's – that's really – a little harder. Right. And, or just like, you know, get it together, you know, and just, you know, oh, well, this person wouldn't complain about that. I feel like like people do Push that with – Yeah, with their idols like, oh, like, you know, like Mike Tyson wouldn't sit and do nothing. Like he would get up and fight. Like it's – well, you're not Mike Tyson. <laughs> like, it is okay to not be that person. And something that I th- we've talked about once um, is, like, you know, having to imagine my highest form of myself. And, you know, like, just think of me in not the most perfect way, but who I really want to be. That is who I should try to emulate every day because then that is going to perform my you know that is how I will perform to get to that place but if I'm gonna picture somebody else then I'm I'm, it's just not gonna work because I don't know that person I don't know them I know me though and I have me I'm in my brain I'm in my own body and if I'm able to get in touch with that then that will be the roadmap to just getting to your success point yeah and it goes also like what you're saying where I want to be, the highest version of yourself. I'm not sure if we know because it, it, we are in a constant evolution. Mm. We have one, we know one part of it because when we get to what we place, oh, this is the highest version. When you get there, it's going to have another one. Mm. Yes. Like, they will, there's another level too. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's always another level. And you're, the image of your highest self will always grow. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's always going to change because we are creative beings. Mm-hmm. And if we establish like um, a finish line, we're limiting ourselves. Yes. I've never thought of it that way. We're like, you know, like the uh, I get there. What, get where exactly? Or what? Mm-hmm. And not only that, but okay, you get there and you cross the finish line, then you're going to stop. 
you won't keep going. Why not? Like, why why stop right there when you have more opportunity to grow? Yeah. And that's what I feel with some of women that I, I work with that mm. get to me. For example, they achieved very higher achieve, achievement women. They went to college. They have, you know, all the box checked. Marriage, house, children, and they get to the middle of their life. Like, I don't want to say middle, but whatever. They are in their early 40s. Mm -hmm. And they are questioning themselves. Like, there's an empty void. There's something missing. Mm -hmm. Because society tells you, like, those those are the boxes that you have to check. And then you see and you look at yourself like, now what? Mm-hmm. Because are you really, I feel like that's just like a loss of like passion. Like, did you do what you really wanted to do? Like, okay, the white picket fence with the beautiful house and the kids and the perfect husband and the the perfect two-inch cut grass, like, you know, and all the pretty flowers. Okay, but did you get to go and see that concert that you really wanted to go to? Did you get to go and, you know, like color like did you get to pursue like you know that fantasy that you wanted to do or like you know take that step into like maybe you wanted to be a yoga instructor and like you know you went to the classes but you weren't really good so you were like oh well maybe I'll stop or like you just felt like everyone there was judging you and you stopped like what outside factors did you allow to not let you do what you wanted to do and then you finally sit in your Little box. And then your passion, your soul... Your creativity. ...starts to die. Mm -hmm. That's your libido. And then I just received a a message saying, hey, I would love for you to teach a class about new moms. And they complain a lot about their... Libido. Mm -hmm. Libido. Like low sex drive. And yes, they're, of course, hormonal component... But, like, looking back, like, the reasons why you became a mom, sometimes it's an outside factor, Mm. outside decision. Mm -hmm. And then when you cross the bridge and you look like, yes, I'm supposed to love this baby, I love this baby, but there's something missing. And that libido that it's supposed to be that sex drive, that's essence of life, Mm -hmm. that brings the spark, because that's where we come from. We are made of that energy, sexual energy, Mm -hmm. and it's not there anymore. Because you need to reinvent yourself. You need to find the new version of you that crossed mm-hmm. the bridge. Because mm-hmm. you, that, and like you said, sometimes there's different reasons why we may have a baby. Like maybe it's not always like a, a your choice. Not that you don't want it or not that you don't love or that you won't love. But it's just like once you cross the bridge, it's just, okay, you have to find what, like the not that the the child isn't going to be something that you partake in it's a part of your life but like you have to like that i feel like it's like the overdreading thought of like this is my whole life now yes. this child is everything now it's just and then you i feel like that's that doom that like glazes over it's just like oh i'm in charge of someone else like oh my gosh like i ha- it's not me anymore it's not about me it's about this beautiful thing that i gave birth to but you have like how do you what do i do do? and like you're lost and it's just okay and like that's that's the thing i mean he my mom would say it all the time she's like you don't come with a manual like no one like and that's the thing is no one does come with a manual 
our menstrual cycle doesn't come with a manual. We can That's make our we own. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and make our own. Yep. And that's, and it's funny, like how you say, like it's you have to learn the basics in order for it all to come together.、Mm-hmm. Your libido, yeah, it's a part of your menstrual cycle. And if you under first understand yourself, and then get into the habit of figuring out what it is that you feel every twenty eight days, or just notice the things that you're going through every twenty eight days. Notice where you're at. Write those. Write down how you're feeling that day. How heavy the flow is. What maybe your physical feelings were, spiritual, emotional, and then reflecting every month. Oh, look at what I saw last month in comparison to this month. But that also will comparison to like, oh, no wonder this day. Like I have so much creativity,、um, but also I feel sexier today. Like I um, yes, and you know, like or even I don't know if it's common to like you. You can have you. I'm sure you can feel sexy when you're not even ovulating. Like if, and that's the thing is like you can get to that point. You can learn how to feel sexy all throughout the eight twenty eight days, as long as you know yourself and you know how to work and move with the flow that you're going through. Yeah,、mm-hmm. having the container just like the river, like water, and then. Going you have to move through、race. it,、mm-hmm. and and like you know, it's not. We need to stop being salmon and like jumping back up the stream. We need to let just let it go. Just you go with it, go downstream, let it, let it take you.、Mm-hmm. Uh, learning how to be a salmon sometimes it's good.、Mm. Sometimes we have to know to have the To discern when is the time that I need to push myself through,、mm. and when is the time just to let the river take you.、Mm-hmm. That's wisdom. Yeah, that's to becoming a wise woman.、Mm-hmm. And that's what that's for you. Who are you? That we didn't get to. You know, I realized halfway through we did not get to ask who you were. Maybe we should do that now. Who is Debbie? Who is, who is Debbie?、Wolf? Yes, <laughs> Nina Wolf is. Is do you would you say that's your alter ego or just your? Your name, like your stage name, mm-hmm. Stage name. Mm-hmm. Where... or your creative name, I guess.、Mm-hmm. Um, there, there was a. I I feel like one time, once when I I was going through a dark time. Um, I had a a first panic attack that I never had before.、Hmm. I didn't know what a panic attack was.、Mm-hmm. I was at Panera Bread, and the lady couldn't say my name. And I always have problems with my name growing up.、Mm-hmm. I know that. <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> and then the lady, like that was my order. My name was completely misspelled, and she couldn't say my name.、Mm-hmm. And there was like a, a lot of people, and I was going through a very hard time in my personal life.、Mm-hmm. And like I just wanted my my order. Like I want to eat at it. <laughs> Give me my food. <laughs> And then I, so I finally was able to get my food, walk out of there, and then I sit in the car and I start bursting. I was、mm-hmm. like, start crying. It's like what's happening, and I couldn't breathe. And then I was able to like, it's my name. Huh? She couldn't call my name, and that was a time like, who, who am I? Wow, that's not that it's. <laughs> Maybe that's not the best reaction, but that's so. I love hearing how people really like have those epiphany moments, and it's different from my own. But like you, you figured out like 
How crazy that someone not being able to call your name in that time in your life, like that is what brought you to that that center point when you had to really ask yourself that hard question and it was in your car and, you know, just after you were just trying to get food and you just wanted and like I'm sure that food, that food was everything right there and then. And then you figured out like, wow, like I just – you don't know. Like you don't know and sometimes that's like the hardest part to admit is like you really you, – you like – had to break down completely in order to look at all the crumbled pieces and be like, okay, like, yeah, this is all of me just laid out. I think our name has to do a lot with our uh, being recognized. And at that time, I wasn't. My voice was not heard. I wasn't being seen for what it was. Mm -hmm. And I think that was my my breakdown moment. Mm. Do you think also it was because you, like, you didn't, no one saw for what you wanted or you couldn't find what you wanted too? Like, or it was just really... Just like, it's almost like I was screaming and even though I was screaming, like... It was like into the void. Mm-hmm. Like, no one was hearing. No one cared. And that's, that's and I, a hard one. Yeah, and the name, like, I feel like, yes, our name represents who we are it's like a label and and that's i'm glad that you're able to give yourself a different name something that you know represented you in like a different way and like that's deborah marchetti is a different meaning than nina wolf they are two different entities but they can i'm sure they are they're conjoined oh yeah they They do I'm very. I love my name. I love Deborah in Portuguese. That's how we pronounce Deborah, and it means bee, the animal, the bee, the insect. Huh? That's and so. I say like, oh, bee makes honey, and that's how I want my life to be like pleasure, like honey, like yeah. the way I eat. Like that's how I infuse my life mm-hmm. with delicious stuff, right? And when I started, when I moved to the U.S. and started working at this place, they asked me to change my name. <laughs> I always have stories about my name. What? Like I, back in Brazil, I used to work at a place, and that I have two Deb. More like always, there's a lot of Deborahs around mm. where I am. And if I'm sure, like if that <laughs> Portuguese, like the Deborah, that's a probably like a very common name yes. for Brazilians. Yes. So I, I was known by my last name. Brazil, mm-hmm. you know, like at my workspace, so uh, it's uh, call Marchetti. Oh, Marchetti, it was always Marchetti, mm-hmm. you know. And then here I had to change, and I was like, okay, I need to choose a name. So, my nickname in Brazil was Debinha, like little Debbie. Mm-hmm. So, I was just like, oh, let's just get the end of my Nina, you know, Debinha, Nina. There you go, okay. <laughs> and Wolf is because. It's a book by Clarissa Pinkolistis, and she wrote Women Who Run With the Wolves. That's so pretty. I like they that. amazing archety- archetypical stories about women's uh, psyche. And, huh. Yeah. I would, that's probably gonna be a really yes. good read. I think I I'm going to... I did a book club last year about it, and yeah, it's an amazing book. That would be great. The Red Talk should have a book, a book club. That'd be cool if you found (laughs) cyclical living books. Or we make one. Yes. (laughs) Yes. We did. We did last year. It was amazing. Very, very. I had a lot of fun. Um, So I am this person that infuses magic and honey. 
everywhere I go. I think that that, that really is you, though. Like, that, that's a perfect description. That really is. I like, I like you. I like who you are. <laughs> Good. Um, so tell me a little now into your new life. Um, I would love for you to share how was your experience, the first exercise we did, which is the foundational work, when you draw your, um, the weeks of your menstrual cycle. The four seasons that we did? Okay. Um, I have to say that that was the first ever workshop that I've done at a, um, and with my job that I have been with that um, actually felt like I was being properly noticed or like you we were you were able to really get to know me by me just kind of like it took me a little bit to like figure it out. But when I mean that you gave me my creativity back, like the fact that like I haven't been able to sit there and ask myself like, I don't know, just think of a symbol, something that represents me like that's so like, I didn't even know how important that was. Um, and especially if like four seasons for like my period, I, that was hard. Um, but when we did that exercise, I was pleasantly surprised with like what I came up with because I tried to like think about it, just get it out on the paper and then think about it after like what it could mean to me. Um and I think the first one that I did because I messed up was just like a bunch of scribbles and I described it as like when like cartoon characters get upset or they're having like they're just angry and they have like that like over their head because yeah. they're just like it's all scrumbled and jambled together. Like that's what um, I felt like my – the first – I thought that was like the last – my last season when it was supposed to be the first because that's when you're bleeding. Mm-hmm. Your period – your 28-day cycle starts on the first day that you get your period yes. and I didn't know that. So I was like, oh, and I had to switch it. So I was like, oh, I was like, really? I was like, that's how I f- – I didn't. I was like, oh, I thought that that's like what I felt towards the end, but really my end is the beginning. Mm. So funny how I had to figure out. Okay, it starts out rocky. Like it's not like my the first couple days when I do bleed, it's not the best, and that's when I feel more self critical and like it's just all jumbled together. And I felt like that's like I was saying I don't I didn't make the right choices, and I didn't really understand my emotions, and I just based off of whatever I felt. And then my second my second uh, picture was where I think it was an, encl- an enclosed flower. And I did it all like the Beauty and the Beast because I felt like I was blossoming but just still trapped, like still very introspective in a way. Um, and I was like guarding myself because I was reflecting on all these big emotions that I felt and like like we were talking about before like I felt like I would look back and be like wow I didn't like what I saw and it's kind of like outside the glass I didn't want to accept the environment that I created because I made choices that I didn't really like or that like I didn't understand how I was feeling so I made different choices that would have helped me get in different areas um third was I think I was – it was a pot and like there was no more glass and the flower was blooming. So I guess it went from, okay, the flower inside the encasement kind of – she passed away. She's outside now and now I'm re-blooming back up. So that's where I felt like that's where my ovulation cycle comes in and I'm like, ah, oh. I'm like, it's so great. I'm having a good time. Um, Life is good again. It's yes. Smaller. Yes. And then I don't – Do I have it? I feel like I do in my little book. Yeah, it was the, the 
the rose inside of the glass, the blooming seed. Oh, I made a sun. Yes, the sun. The sun is one. Yes, and that's and that's when I felt like I was like okay, peak. Like that's when I had all my creativity. I felt like I was able to. show myself to everyone else and be my truest form of me and like be able to just like feel like I can release more than like be introspective and because I was blooming I was figuring out okay okay I made all those wrong choices last week or two weeks ago and like it's okay I'm trying to forgive myself and then I moved into like oh okay now that I learned everything that I am not going to do next time and I I was able to reinvent myself from the last couple mistakes that I made. Now I'm ready to talk and be outside with the world. Mm-hmm. But then it would go back. It would just be like, okay, I'm making a whole bunch of wrong choices. And then, okay, I have to think about it and like learn from my mistakes. And then, okay, I'm slowly getting back to like that feeling good. I'm doing what I got to do. I I went through it. We're moving past it. And then, okay, I'm back. I'm ready. Oh, my God, it's happening again. It's just a constant. Okay, so- to pause you for a second, yeah. <laughs> if you don't mind, because you were bringing a lot of the, the saying that you were hard on yourself when you make choices. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I made the bad choices or mm-hmm. bad mistakes. Like I feel like that's the, the highlight. Like, mm. Do you feel like you're too hard on yourself? Yes, extremely. From me and my menstrual cycle, I feel like, or not even menstrual cycle, just me as a person, I feel like I am always striving to do better. And my immediate reaction is to be like, you should have known better. Mm-hmm. Or like, okay, learn from it right now. Like right so, now. Like even to small things? Pretty much. Like I, I feel like <sighs> small things, if you want to give me an example, because yeah. <laughs> small to me might be different small to yeah, you. Yeah. No, like you, you give me like what, mm. what it would be something that you mm, something small that I would criticize myself for. Okay, for right now where I work, let's say that I'm checking a client out and I'm doing like the I'm putting everything together and then I forget to add like their tip and I check them out beforehand and I didn't even ask them. I'm like, oh my god, get it together. I'm like, come on, like just. I'm like, you should have known that already. Like, that's a part of your routine. I do this every day. How do I forget to add the tip? Like, as simple as that. Or like a client is still, again, like we're checking out and the uh, service provider brought me a product that they want their client to get because it's important for them. And I do my whole spiel. They're maybe a new client. So I get caught up in pitching and selling the, the, the membership rather than the product. Uh-huh. And the product is super important uh-huh. for what we're – that's just where we work and why it's important. So I like, oh, I forgot to do the product. And I'm like, or that could have been money for them that I just missed out on. Mm-hmm. Like I always think about it in a higher effect. Then it's like, okay, if I don't – because I missed this small step, there's the whole dom- – I think of a domino effect where like, okay, I'm messing up this whole big cycle, this big chain. So those are like when you refer the mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's yep. More, yeah, that's and just like – daily data, database-based stuff that you yeah, that punish it, yourself for. It. Yeah, like I basically am just like very just like – I like I slap myself on the wrist a lot. I'm like, I'm, come on, come on, like shape up, shape up, do better, do better. Um, yeah, that's really what it was constantly. I'm trying to now be a lot kinder to myself. Um, and like if I, 
I would say, like, if I don't, like, if I do mess up or something, I just, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get it next time. Like, I'll just, it's okay next time. Or if anything, if I make the mistake, I'm like, why don't I just ask them? Why don't I just ask? Like, if I forget, oh, hey, by the way, I forgot. Do you want to leave a tip? Like, instead of being, like, mad at myself, like, I'm just like, okay, hey, do you want to leave? Like, yeah, like, you know, just let it be and not be, like, arg, like, be upset at myself. Like, it, mistakes happen. And it's okay. And I think it's more of like I – when I was younger, I did miss a lot of opportunities for things and I rejected them because of how I was feeling during my menstrual cycle. Like um, a great example off track, but my sister – um, my half-sister, she was working at Pizzeria Uno once and she was carrying a whole bunch of really hot sauces or something and some guy – bumped into her purposefully for some reason and she he knocked a whole bunch of stuff on her arm she got like third degree burns and she was supposed to go to court to testify to like she was going to get um insurance money i think for or something or they were going to like compensate because she had third degree burns and her boyfriend broke up with her that day so she didn't go and i think about that story all the time she's like do you not know how much money i would have gotten and even though, like, sad of that, it's about money, but just even, like, the pure fact that, like, someone did something wrong and, like, you, you need to pay for that. Um, but she's like, I missed a very good opportunity in my life. She's like, that could have been money to go to, like, a college fund, for me to get a new car, for me to put towards my tuition, like, anything. Like, I could have utilized that to create something better for myself, but I missed an opportunity or I just didn't show up to whatever could have propelled me in a different area. She broke up. With her. They, he broke up with her or something. Like and she didn't go. Yeah, because, oh, my gosh, like, the whole world is ending, like, because I don't have my person. Or, like, you know, like, like it could be as simple as, like, my tire popped. So, like, now I'm not going to go to this, like, I'm not going to go eat with my friend or something. Like, you know, you you don't do something. But that was her opportunity, right? Like, that yeah, was right, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm saying I think of that story God. when it comes now to a lot of, like, I was – I was telling you this earlier when we were at the coffee like shop that I w- something was going on with me. I was sobbing and I was like, I was like, I don't think I'm gonna go. I was like, I'm just gonna tell Debbie I can't go and tell them I can't go. And I was like, no. It's like this is an opportunity for me to just one to forget about it and for me to open up doors for myself. So that was the salmon going against the river. Yes, yes, it was. Mm-hmm. And I f- see. When- this, you just you were able to pause mm-hmm. and discern to break through because two weeks ago when you were in your pre-menstrual cycle and you said I'm too tired and I said stay home don't work mm-hmm. right? yeah you see the difference yeah. because I know you are in your you didn't even ask me like mm-hmm. because you are in another energy level mm-hmm. so you you decide like I'm I can break through here mm-hmm. yes I didn't have to ask because I knew I was like all right like it's Mm-hmm. And see, but you know what? You make me comfortable. Like, I can do that with you. Whereas where with someone else, I felt like I would have had to ask. Like, I'm not allowed to do such a thing. Or, like, it's going to be like, or I'm going to hear a no. Or, and I'm t- anticipating it. And, like, I'm at least, like, I'm, it's like I'm begging for something that I know I'm not going to be able to get. And that's what I really don't like about a lot of workspaces nowadays. It's just, like, they're dangling the meat in front of you. And then they're like, nope, nope. Or, like, oh, what's that all state? thing where he has the the dollar and he's like gotta be faster than that like that's what i feel like it's just like you know you're not being fast enough 
Yeah, or it's just smart enough. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not utilizing my days off wisely, or like when I need that day, and it's just like, damn, like I took a day off last week, but this week, ooh. But if you would have known where you're at in your menstrual cycle, maybe it's because you're bleeding today and you weren't last week, and you're like, you know what, like. Last week, you're like, oh, today's like a eh, kind of day. I have a day off. Let me just take it. And then it's your your period starts up next week. You're like, I should have used my day off. And it's like, that's what I'm happy to say. Like, y- you understand in that kind of way. And that's what I'm excited. We were talking about, like, you're going to be able to deliver that to other people and really let ha- impact other women by just feeling comfortable in their workspace, but with themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much, Amy, for yeah. sharing um, your experience in this couple of weeks, experiencing cyclical living, and what day of your cycle you are in? I'm on my 13th day, um, and I just wanted to say that it's only been three three weeks to a month now, and I've learned so much and have a lot more growing to do and learning um, and move in with my cycle. Yes, yes. <laughs> For us, just to end this um, fun talk, I really enjoyed talking to you. What word do you choose for this moment? For so, this for this moment, you know what? I'm. It's gonna. I have my word of the day, but I feel like it's still gonna be the same. It's um. Res- respect. We're receptive. receptive. Re- receptive. Where I am letting go of the past, and I'm making listening and accepting the future and just letting it go. I'm being receptive of what's here in front of me now. Um, And then just moving from there, taking it today by the day, and then just moving forward, letting go of whatever's happening and just taking it now. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Amy. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Debbie.